Hello, welcome to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki C. Super excited to have you guys here today. This is brought to you by Bomb Global and the Connected Leaders Academy. I have a great friend of mine. We connected through the Business Leaders Network. He's doing some amazing things. And without further ado, we'll just bring him on and we're going to have a nice little chat. His name is Michael Fritz. How are you? I am doing well. It's windy as heck outside, but I'm nice and cozy in Studio 150 here, so I ain't got nothing much to complain, complain about. Can't talk today. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Not today. Where are you tuning in from? I am tuning in from St. Louis, which I think, if memory serves, you're going to be here sometime next month. Is that accurate? Mm, it's not unfortunately what? i will not be there it's my birthday weekend i know i i'm like so bummed out that i can't get to chill with all my friends in missouri um Shoot. but it won't be you know we're, we're gonna have plenty more yeah we will we will and i was thinking to myself i'm like if I don't go to this event, it's practically in my backyard. I'm never going to hear the end of it. So, oh yeah, Jr. would never why. let you live like, that. Come on, man! It's like right in your backyard, Fritz. So, well, you could have had a bunch of toasted raviolis for your birthday, but oh well. We'll get you next year. Yeah, I know it's it's going to be great. Um, I know well, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely have the FOMO that weekend for sure. Um, but we met at the BLN. We had a virtual coffee. We had a chat. You're just doing some amazing things. And, you know, you're a podcaster as well. But before we get into all the goods on that, let us know who Fritz is. What, um, how did you, what, how did you grow up and what made you do what you do today? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, so I guess we'll begin at the beginning. I wasn't actually raised around entrepreneurs like my grandpa ran a marketing and ad agency for a little bit, kind of like in the promotional product space. But my dad didn't really dig deep into entrepreneurship until much, much later. And it was one of those things where it was like he was out of work and he tried it for a bit and then he didn't like it. So he went back to work. Um, but my wife and I, we've been married for 15 years. We've got four little girls age 12, 11, 9 and 6. And uh, we're both entrepreneurs now. I didn't plan on being an entrepreneur when I grew up, but I'm really glad I made the change. I started a tech company back in 2015. I shut that down early last year. And now I run a podcast agency and I also run a company with my wife, Charlotte, where we make all kinds of clean living products. So it's uh, I get to bring my full brain to work every single day, you know, whether I'm running an agency or we're into procurement and production and fulfillment. It's like, ah, it's just, it's full spectrum. It's fun though. I love it. I love being a business owner. I love being a leader. So I'm just going to keep doing it, I guess, till I'm yeah. dead. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But what did, what field were you in before you became an entrepreneur? And what was that like changing point to say, you know what, I'm going to work for myself. Uh, well, I was in a tech field. So when I graduated college, I started with a degree in computer science. And I've always been a huge nerd. I've always been in like electronics or robotics or computer programming, just hardcore nerd stuff. I know I probably don't look like it, but I know how to write code. <gasps> you know, it's like, wow, you know how to code and talk to people? Like, what the heck? Yeah, I'm a unicorn. And um, I started 
I started my career in the computer field, in the tech field, just like my dad was, and um, planned on just getting a cushy job, you know, just make a solid five, six figures a year and, uh, you know, kind of dig in and, and get comfy, you know. And I started my entrepreneurial journey. I kind of got pushed into it. I'd been thinking about it for a couple years, how I just started a business. How hard could it be, right? And um, I got the push I needed. I got let go. I was a contractor at a place and it was a legacy side of the house. And they said, Hey, Fritz, it's not personal. We really like you a lot. It's just, we have to make cutbacks here. It's affecting everybody. And of course, contractors are the first ones to go. So they're like shove out of the airplane. And I just jumped into it. I started a company that was doing the same kind of thing I was doing as a contractor, as a consultant. And it just evolved into leadership and software testing and devops and all this hardcore nerd stuff like the nerd stuff i was doing before but on steroids and getting employees doing sales doing marketing and i'm like man this is hard you know (laughs) but what's kind of cool is during the journey it's just been steadily more and more challenging like you know how when you play a video game when you're starting off, it's like, eh, it's, it's a little harder. Like, you got to kind of level up a little bit. It just, you get a little harder, you get more challenges. It's been like that for me. It's just gotten steadily more and more challenging. It's never been like just an insurmountable, oh my goodness, world ending, body breaking thing. It's like, eh, it's a little harder than it was. It's a little harder than it was before, but you'll make it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at now, level 73 or whatever I'm on. <laughs> It reminds me, like, when you're saying level up, it reminds me of Tetris, which is my favorite game. And you know how when you get to a certain level, it starts going a little bit faster and a little Mm -hmm. bit faster after that. Um, But what I love about it is that you get to control that time and how fast or slow you want to go, how much you want to push back, how much you want to bring forward. So Mm -hmm. that's what I love about entrepreneurship. So you took the leap of faith. Sometimes you're just pushed into it. Sometimes you plan it out. Either way, things can happen. Challenges can be right at your door. Was there ever a time um, where the outside noise try to break that spirit of what you were really trying to do and how did you face some of those challenges oh my goodness yes yes there were many many times that i was just brought to the end of myself and i don't have any problems talking about this on the show um There were some times when I'm like, I don't think I have what it takes to do this. There were some really stressful situations where it just was like you probably felt this panic before where it just shows up as a hot pressure on your chest and neck. And it wakes you up at like freaking three in the morning, local time. I don't know why it's that time for everybody. It's like, hey, I'm wake up. that's so true. It's 3 a.m. It's like, it's the witching hour. But there have been so many times. And, and I'll tell you, my Christian faith has really brought me through a lot of stuff. It's like, anytime I'm feeling this way, I can pray. God doesn't have office hours. And that's freaking amazing. 3 a.m. It's like, hey, he's up too, right? But when I can just dig in and say, all right, what is it that I'm really stressed out about? And back when I first started feeling this magnitude of strain of stress, I didn't have these 
tools in my toolbox. I was just like, hang on for dear life. Oh my goodness. But eventually I was like, okay, what am I really upset about? Am I actually upset about something that is happening? Or am I imagining that something's going to happen? And usually mm -hmm. it was the latter. Now, how do I get out of that? Well, maybe I can send that person an email or even better. Maybe I can talk to them like on a telephone. There's probably a misunderstanding, like what's actually going on here? And knowing that they also are probably going through similar things and maybe the stresses that they've had happen outside of work, outside of business, it's something else in life, they're bringing it in. And they're like, ah, shoot, you know, Fritz, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm really going through a lot. My wife's upset at me. Got the kids, you know, they're kind of, they're being rapscallions at home. And it's just, I'm sorry, I took it out on you. Most of the time, that's what it is. Very rarely is it that, Somebody's like actually upset at me about something. But once we start that conversation, it solves so much stuff. And I find, oh man, I was getting myself worked up out of nothing. And then training my brain to realize like, okay, when you feel like this, Fritz, it's probably you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Now, how can you defuse this situation as quickly as possible? And I really think like that's that's a big part of what it is to be an entrepreneur is it's actually very simple to do business. The really, really hard part is overcoming your own mental blocks. Your brain's going to make oh, you no. want to seek after stability. Like, why would you want to, why would you want to give up a steady paycheck, man? Just you, like, just nestle in, come on. And it makes you scared about stuff when it's like, it's just shadows. It's illusion. And to be able to see through that. Yes, I philosophical stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's deep. But it's so true because I felt that way for a very long time. Um, you know, 15 years working in the healthcare industry, love what I did, love who I worked with, had it easy when it came to um, the quality of work that I was able to produce and people to really believe in me um, in that space as a subject matter expert. However, there was still no room for me to grow. So when I told my family like, hey, this is what my plans are, I became a realtor and found out that I didn't like the paperwork really, really quick. So um, I still have my license. I have it in my back pocket, kind of downgraded to a referral agent because I'm a connector. So just that self-awareness to say, okay, you know what, I did it. I got the license, I made it, but I really didn't have time to like market, promote myself or anything like that. I didn't know what networking, was like I just knew that I still had a nine to five. I was still working uh, 60 to 80 hours. Income was coming in, bills were being paid, and that was just comfortable. Um, so I said, okay, let's X that. Then, you know, the pandemic smacks us in the face and we're like, okay, it, it's clear 2020 vision. And we're now left with what are we going to do? And that's really when I took the leap. But it was a 20 year journey just to go through that to say, okay, I tried this, you know, I did taxes, I did photography, I did a lot of stuff, gained a lot of skills, but never really moved forward, because I felt like I had that security. But then once you once you are fed up, or you're so tired of being sick and tired, you kind of start making those decisions and really looking uh, at a way out and, you know, get that exit strategy. Um, but it really only falls on believing in yourself that you can and that you don't have to do it alone and that there are people out there ready to give you the tools that you're looking for in whatever industry. So thank you so much for sharing that. Like, you know, 
it, it's that inner voice. I call her my inner hater. And sometimes mm -hmm. I have to put her on check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, today we're not talking about this. I'm still going to do it because I know that I, I'm on a mission and you are not going to block it. And it's really that kind of, you know, self-talk, that self-sabotage, that um, just how are we going to look when we fail? So that's also comes to what you said about what is really the problem? And I'm just imagining something possibly happening or is like I'm creating the worst case scenario. When you mm -hmm. eliminate that worst case scenario and you just take action, there's nothing but greatness to be able to, to be unfolded on the other side. So thank you so much for um, illuminating those things for us here. So what would you say, you know, going through the challenges and stuff like that, um, what has been the most gratifying part of really uh, doing what you do today? And then we'll go into what you actually do, you for yourself and then you and your wife. Sure. Uh, the most gratifying thing is to be able to build something, every action that you take toward building a business that can run without you is like, whoa, like when you go through life and you think I've just, I've only got to find jobs, you know, work at companies that are already pre-built and just plug in and come in, show up, do the work, get the paycheck and leave. When you have the option of basically manifesting something out of nothing, you know, you're creating this company ex nihilo and you're able to look back and say, well, dang, I did that. I did that. I did that, you know, and ask it all these different ways and say, yeah, you, you made that happen. And you leveraged all kinds of relationships. You learned a lot about yourself in the process and to look at it and say, well, I'm going to go do that again. I'm like, I'm like, how many more can I make, you know, and to just keep building, building, making, I think that's, that's really what is the crux of what it means to be human. It's like, are you creating? Are you crafting? Mm -hmm. I hang around a lot of makers even before becoming an entrepreneur because software developers are kind of a weird breed. I said it. I went on record. I am one. It's okay. I can say it, right? <laughs> um, we're huge nerds and we love making things. We love taking big, dumb computers and having them do what we want them to do. There's something almost godlike in that. And, and then to take that out and say, well, now I'm going to take this same maker mentality. I'm going to make a business. That is super, super gratifying. I love it. I think if I, if every business I ever run failed, I would just immediately start five more. I would just, I can't, I gotta. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You get it. I mean, you get it. It's like, exactly, hey. Exactly. Exactly. And being a parent and how does it, how does how do you convey what you're doing to, and you said you have four daughters, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So no boys, um, not yet or not, not ever. Yet. I don't know. <laughs> so, Maybe. I mean, you know, yeah, okay. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. So having your four daughters really seeing what you and your wife are putting together and um, what is your messaging behind that for them? Like, are, are you, are they part of uh, your businesses? Do they, you know, partake in any way, shape or form? And really what, what is, what is the message you want to leave them with? Well, I mean, the message that they have 
they're kind of steeping in it. It's not like a like an intentional, hey, here's what we're learning. You know, um, we are we're both entrepreneurs. And so as we're building the businesses together, they're just in it. They're in the environment. And what that ends up looking like is they're empowered and encouraged to try some new things, take some risk, do some scary stuff once in a while, but also to understand that they have some massive capabilities at their fingertips, but to also know that they have gifts that they need to explore. They need to plumb the depths of what they know about themselves and, you know, really just see what it is that they, what they do. Um, whoops, did we, did we freeze there for a second? Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, well. Hey, we're live, so we'll just keep on going. Um, but to answer Nikki's question further, you know, what we what we teach the girls, and we're also a homeschool family as well, is we're teaching the girls about understanding their gifts at a real deep level, understanding how to work with each other. And they, they're all different. And yeah, you know, sometimes they fight, but when they know that they're, Part of a bigger organization, I was going to say organization, but they're part of a family and they work with each other um, and they do help a little bit. So Amelia, she's the 11 year old and she's the one that is really, really industrious. She's constantly making things with her hands. And one of the things that she makes is she actually makes these little mic covers for Blue Yeti microphone. Had somebody that bought one the other day and, it, and he was like, I just got it in the mail. It's amazing. So She's geeking out about that, so I give her a little bit. Um, I give her the full amount that they pay in order to get it. Um, and then for the other company, the one that my wife Charlotte and I have, the girls help with different kinds of production. They help with um, putting, mixing up the blends together, melting everything down, um, helping everything get uh, uh, blended together and whatnot. But we all work as a team. And I see that Nikki emailed, or not emailed, but she messaged me real quick. Oh, her lights went out. Uh, well, let's see. Well, I am still on. So do you want me to wrap up or question mark? She says we were on a roll. Yeah, we were on a roll. Um, well, I don't know what to do at this point. It's kind of kind of odd because it's not my show it's her show but i think we're probably we're probably gonna wrap up here yeah she says what do you think i think we could probably wrap up it's not awkward but is there anything you'd like me to say to the audience while i'm here and we We'll have to try again another time, LOL. Let's see what she says. 
it's kind of cool being live on somebody else's show here, but let's see what she says. And Nikki is awesome, by the way. I really do enjoy yes. chatting with her. There we go. And we're back. Yes, so I, I was sitting here. I'm, I'm like, not. who's flying the plane, yo? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I am back. I don't know. Should we like keep that portion or condense it, slice it out? I don't know. But I think we could use it as bloopers. <laughs> keep it in. Keep it in. I've actually got a funny story. If I, if you can indulge me for about 45 seconds, I have a funny story about. Can I share? Yeah, absolutely. Let's okay. do it. So there was one time in this. Um, I had started a podcast not long after COVID had kicked off. And this is back when everybody and their mother was using Zoom. And so it was like super overloaded. Um, I had asked a guy a question and he was in the marketing space, but he was using AI as well. And I said, hey, what do you think the marketing fabric is going to look like in five years? I said, I know this isn't a question that was listed in the script, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. And he goes, oh, that's a really good question. And he sits there like this. And he is really thinking hard. And after about 30 seconds, I was like, oh, are you frozen? And he was still sitting there like this. And finally, he snapped back in. And he's like, oh, there you are. I said, oh, man. I said, man, I, I sat here wondering. I'm like, did I break his brain? Like, is he is he thinking so hard? Like, he's been sitting there for a 30 seconds. Like, oh, he's frozen. And he said, well, from my point of view, he's like, I saw you when you would ask the question. I started answering. He's like, and you were smiling. And I and he thought to himself, well, hey, this is this is good. He's liking what I'm saying. So he's good. So he was answering some more. But he wasn't looking at the camera. And when he was looked up again, I had the same goofy grin on my face. And he's like, okay, that's kind of weird. So I said, I'm going to leave this in. I said, this is comedy gold, bud. And I, I left it in. I cut, I cut it out to make a teaser out of it for people. I'm like, look at what happens on the show. But that's okay. We're back. Yeah, I love it. Um, I just had another show the other day, too, and some some interruption happened. But I, I like raw. I like authenticity. This is life. This is real life. And it's okay that we can still bounce back. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting lost in the sauce. We are doing life. And this is what you can do as an entrepreneur and make it happen. I love it. We have great stuff here. So um, I don't know if you answer my question. So I'm just going to ask it again. Um, I did. I did. We'll I, did. I answered it. Well, so, and I can sum up here. So basically we're not like saying, okay, girls, we're going to be entrepreneurs. And this is how it's like, no, that's just life, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, basically what we do as we teach the girls is we want them to understand that each have gifts and the gifts that they have interface directly with how they relate with other people and they get to test themselves in like this controlled environment called our family and they get to figure out how to relate to each other it's almost like they're practicing they got to get good at this before they get out in the real world and um they each help like amelia helps a lot she does stuff with the podcasting company she makes these mic covers actually and she sold one of them she sold one of them to, to one of my guests in uh, florida and then for the other company, the one that Charlotte and I have, it's all hands on deck. Like we were, I was sharing with the audience before about how they measure out stuff and melt it down. Like if we're going to make deodorant or lip balms or something like that. But we were cleaning wool yesterday and the day before. 
we had a tarp spread out. And we're just picking through it, picking through it. You got to pick all the burrs and the straw and grass and poop out of it and stuff like that. But um, we use that for dryer balls and everybody was helping and it was amazing. It's like, we're, we're doing stuff. We work together, but we're figuring out what our gifts are and what our strengths and weaknesses are and how to, how to communicate openly and honestly with each other. And those are the big things. We just have to do that as part of being business owners, but it plays well into raising a family too. Love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I am actually going to go into the commercial. We'll come right back and we'll actually talk about what you do and how people can get a hold of you. So uh, oh, it's been great. I, I am enjoying this so far. So we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. Hello. Hello, Chris. Having just a blast. Uh, before the commercial, before I came back on, my lights actually went out for like two minutes. And I'm missing him madly. Like, what are we going to do? Should I snap it out? He was like, well, I'm still on. I said, yeah, I'm up. And then I was like, oh, it came back on. So here we are. And I just love, love it. <laughs> We're just having so Tell us what you do. What I do is I run a full service podcast agency. And what that means is uh, for those of you who have hosted your own show or you have guested on a show, there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes in order to make that happen. There's a ton of stuff that makes the magic happen on this show. And what we do is we offload every single piece of that process except for the part where like you talk to the person like we can't do anything with that you gotta you gotta actually do that part but we handle the rest of it we handle finding guests helping them get screened helping them get scheduled editing publishing promoting uh what do you do with people after you have them on the show what's the clear call to action how do you get them into your ecosystem and when i first started it was uh like, how do we automate this process? And it was novel and it's developed into something that is enormous. Like I'm starting to see now that there's certain people that have a superpower when it comes to conversation. And some of them know that they have it, but not everybody does. But if you do have it, you have the ability to build relationships and rapport at lightning speed. And if you're a business owner, that is something that ties directly to the success of your business is how fast can you build relationships with people and how many of them can you do it with? And we help with that. The other business that I have is one that I run with my wife, Charlotte, and um, it's called Exactly Zero. And it's named that because 
We make all kinds of clean lifestyle products, lip balms, sunscreen, bug spray, deodorant, anything that you would use on a day-to-day basis. And that journey got started back in 2012. I had cancer. I'm fine now. Thanks for asking. And um, it just really scared the crap out of us, honestly. We're like, okay, we got to get better at what we eat and drink. But we got to be careful, too, what we put on ourselves. And we started making our own deodorant. We made our own lip balm, our own sunscreen. And after a while, I guess Charlotte pulled stuff out of her purse one too many times. And they were like, well, you make your own whatever it is. Like, uh, you ever think about selling that as a business? Or you ever think about, you know? And eventually they were starting to say stuff like, you should sell that to me. How much do you want for that? They were like, shut up and take my money. And we're like, I guess we're going to start a business. So that's been going since early 2021 and it's been growing like crazy like we're getting $900 wholesale orders now Nikki it's crazy um but we love what we're doing we're building a legacy both businesses are poised to help us be financially and time independent and I'm excited I want to build more yeah absolutely and that's the go and I love when you said that they um are asking you like how can I get that from you like right now and all that good stuff. And a lot of times we do things like we create, we bake, we cook, we decorate, we do things for events that we think are okay. They're okay. But when people are giving you compliments and they're giving you alleys, that is a sign of let me look a little deeper into that. And sometimes it could just be a passion. Sometimes it can just be, you know, just something you like or whatever. But if you really take the time to really like sit back and about, wow, how can I really monetize this? Because people are always going to need an event that they're, that they're decorations, that they're going to need a cake. And if those are in your gifts or whatever it is, like you can do any expertise that you're aware of. And I really, um, what I really share with people is that if you've done it long enough, you can create something out of it for sure. Right. Um, but you, you have to love it. You have to want it. And again, just pay attention to those clues of people actually giving you those compliments and kind of explore that before you totally dismiss it. Um, so kudos to you guys. That's awesome. Um, so you. exciting. So how can people get a hold of you? Um, for the podcast, you know, for everything. A couple different ways. So for the podcast, head over to the website. It's podcastify.me. And I think you have it. So if you want to put that in the show notes, it's podcastify.me. Actually, you know what? Uh, There's something I just started doing since the last time you and I talked and right before, like today I put this up. But if you're interested in attending a webinar. It's going to be on Wednesdays starting March 22nd. I'm going to hold a free webinar that talks about how to start a podcast, how to take it to the next level, and kind of taking a page out of the book you mentioned just now. It's like, what are people asking about? What are they talking about? I ask people, hey, what are some topics that you want to hear about on this webinar? And then I quietly put it together in the background and be like, well, we just happen to be talking about this. Like, zing, it's on demand. So yeah, stop by podcastify.me. Um, my email is fritz at podcastify.me. So that's a really good way to get a hold of me. And then if you want to check out what Charlotte and I and the girls are doing, head over to exactlyzero.com. That's exactly zero, all one word, dot com. And 
you can see what kind of stuff we make. You can look at the list of products and be like, man, they really do make everything. Like, I thought he was just exaggerating. No, we make everything. We make even some things that you probably don't even know you should be using. And we make a natural alternative to it. And it's fun. It's a family-owned operation. And um, our house smells like everything. So you can you can sample it, buy a bunch of stuff, and be like, well, this is what the fridge use house smells like. Yes. Yes. Lavender and lemongrass and orange and cedarwood <laughs> and everything. Everything. My nose doesn't work anymore, Nikki. It's a good thing that we write our recipes down because if we were reliant on, like, does this smell right? Uh, probably. Smell. Uh, it, it's it's in there somewhere. <laughs> right, because you just you've been so senses, uh, sense and stuff like that. Oh wow. Um. So I bet it just smells absolutely lovely and and just peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, especially so I am super excited. This has been an absolute blast. Um, I tell you, it, it is just phenomenal. So um, I can't wait to, you know, have you back on the show. Um, I, I actually put down the March 22nd date. I will also be on the podcast. You can never know too much, right? Um, it's right. always a learning experience. Tell us a little little bit about how important uh, for someone that's a podcaster or, or for anyone, like, do you have coaches yourself um, on the business side of stuff? Do you actually um, invest in growth um, and these networking events that we're usually uh, um, invited to? Yeah. I, so it cut out a little bit. So were you asking me, do I have coaching for myself? Is that one of the questions you asked? Yeah. Do you invest in coaching and networking events to grow your business? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So here in St. Louis, there are a few networking groups, and I'm always careful to make sure that there's not a whole lot of overlap. Because I mean, if you go to one networking group and it's like, this is awesome, and then you go to another one, and it's like, ooh, like 85% of the people are people I knew from the other one, right? Like that's too much overlap, right? So um, there's one that's, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's on the outskirts. Like when I go to the Chesterfield one, that's on the outskirts of where it really happens, like closer to the bigger cities, not, not downtown St. Louis, but elsewhere. Um, so I meet quite a few people there. Um, but then there's also a coaching group that I'm in that they meet, they meet every week, but they have a big blowout shindig every three months. And I go there and I plan and I get with other, other people, even other coaches and just steep in the knowledge. And, and I come away from each one of those thinking, man, everybody here is capable of gigantic things. And it's amazing to be a part of this. And then of course there's business leaders network. I mean, that's an awesome one. And if anybody's looking for just a rock solid group of people that all look out for each other, you can't go wrong with that group. How long have you been in the group? It's not been around that terrible long, but were you in there from the beginning or? Uh, I was in there. He was like two weeks in. So very beginning of October. Okay. So we're about the same age because I can't remember when I started, but it wasn't, It I think it was like November, December last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, I've met so many awesome people and they're always doing stuff. They've always got calls. They got leadership calls, tips. They got all kinds of stuff. It's neat. Yeah. 
They're amazing. Absolutely. And that's where we uh, connected in. I'm in many, many groups. Um, there is some overlap, but there is other opportunities uh, for more people. They, I mean, you know, each each coach and each uh, platform that I'm a part of, I think they have their own different style of coaching and their setup is a bit different um, and their missions are different. I, but I get value from each and every one of them. I'm not saying that you have to join everyone, but you have to join a community for sure. If you want to grow, if you want to definitely uh, be a part of something bigger than yourself, you don't have to do this alone. It's very important. I mean, if I didn't get on a coaching call, if I didn't get with BLN and Fritz didn't get with BLN, we would not be on this podcast together because how else would we meet? Right? We, wouldn't. I would have we would not. Yeah, we wouldn't. There'd be no way. There's 8 billion people on the planet, girl. We wouldn't yeah. meet. <laughs> yeah. And you're in Missouri. I'm in Philly. And it's it's just amazing what obviously the internet can do for us and joining these networking you know, communities. And then when you go in person, it's even better because I did go to the BLN Live for uh, the December 10th uh, event. I don't think you were there, right? I wasn't there. So like we're missing each other. So that means the next one, we both have to be there at the same time. Gotta be there. <laughs> I don't no matter where it is. It's in the middle no of Uganda. We got to make it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Fritz, it was an absolute pleasure to chat it up with you. Any last words for our listeners and what you want them uh, to be left with? You know, there's going to be a segment of people that are thinking about starting a business. And I'm not saying this as a misery loves company type thing, but if you feel that call, answer it. You gotta. There's something special about you that you have that maker's mindset. And it'll probably be one of the hardest things you ever do. And that's okay, because the hard things are what sharpen you and strengthen you and really show you your true potential. And then for other people that are in business already, and they're probably going through some stuff, it's okay. It's part of the process. The struggle is the goal. It's not meant to sound discouraging, but it's not going to get easier. The struggle is what shapes you into the person that you're destined to become. So lean into it. It's okay to step out and There we go. <laughs> yes, it's it, it's okay to um, you said lean into it, and it's okay to, and then you have to finish your sentence. Oh, it's okay to lean into it. It's okay to trust the process. It's okay to trust yeah. the process. It's going to be hard, but that's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I love that because that has been the true testimony to really, again, you're going to have those days where you're going to wake up, you're going to be pumped. You, you get on these calls, you get all the tools and you're like, I'm ready to make an idea. You might share it with someone that would be like, mm, that's okay. Or, 
you know, they might, you know, question or try to give you advice and different stuff. And then you kind of just shut down and you're like, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to do it. Never do that. Always look at what exactly are you trying to so have to pay, pay attention to things. Um, but always listen to your initial gut feeling because that's always what actually um, it, it's given to you in the first place. Uh, so thank you so much for that. That's awesome. You are amazing. You. Fred, can't wait to, you know, get on these mastermind calls with you, these networking calls with you throughout the week. It's always a pleasure, but we're definitely going to have to get you back on um, for sure. And I may be on your podcast soon, so we'll make that happen. And yeah. Uh, super excited and thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. And as I always say, make it count.